Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. I know you have a very busy schedule, so welcome to the show. Uh, we're going to get right into it. If you haven't seen the show before, we like to ask questions that are more laid back. We do get to the main talking points of your time on the show. But the first thing that we want to know is how did you go from Miss World Australia to out there starving on the jungle of Samoa? <laughs> how, how did that transition happen? How did this whole journey get started for you? Oh gosh. I mean, I didn't ever think I would be doing something like this, but I think I just wanted the world to know that us beauty queens, we can get down and dirty. We don't always have to have our stylist, our hair and makeup team. We can be the everyday person, even be stuck on an island. I can exfoliate with sand. <laughs> I don't need my eight step skin routine. So for me, it was sort of proving it to myself that I could do it, but also doing it for my beauty queens and showing the world that, you know, we can do it. Now, Sarah, in comparison to being on Survivor and being in the pageant community, what are some, what is two of the similarities? Mm. I mean, it's a bit obvious, the stabbing in the back. I wasn't <laughs> well, No, no. That. <laughs> Been stabbed in the back at Miss World and officially stabbed in the back on Survivor. Um, it brought back a little bit of those memories, a few tears, but that's the game. That's the way it's played. It's actually very similar than people would think. Um, not being able to trust contestants, not knowing what's being said behind your back, not knowing if you've actually built a proper relationship with them. Um, just like me at Miss World, thought I was besties with Miss Grease, but I obviously wasn't. <laughs> Uh, I was actually really, I know most people are like, oh, thank God she didn't push Miss Grease down the stairs. When you revealed that while you were walking out, I was like, oh my gosh, I was so into it. I was like, <laughs> I know, thankfully she's okay, but I'm like, I'm into this like villainous side of Sarah. Yeah. Um, would you say it's more competitive in the survivor world or the pageant world if it came down to it? Mm, I, I honestly think it is very similar. I mean- how competitive can it get? I mean, Miss Grease accusing people of viciously attacking her is her line exactly. 
And it's the same as survivor. I mean, you brutally tell someone to their face, I got you. You're my bestie. I, no matter what, I'll never <laughs> vote you out. And then boom, being voted out. So they're actually very similar, the game plans. Um, and, but you know what, Miss Wall prepared me for Survivor. Um, I, when it first happened to me, the whole Miss Grease stuff, it really hurt me for years, for so many years, but it just, it happened to me again at Survivor. George kicked me down those stairs. My whole tribe did. And it didn't hurt as much because you just prepared for it. So at least on Survivor, you were prepared. Now, when Jerry came over in the middle of the night, what was your first thought? Uh, my first thought was do not wake me up. I need my <laughs> She needs her beauty sleep. We know yeah. how this goes. <laughs> oh yeah. And that's the thing. Everyone's rushing to him. I looked up and I was like, oh. And I just fell back asleep. I was like, can you guys just keep it down? Seriously, I have a very big day tomorrow. Um, and that's probably where I lacked is I wasn't motivated to get in and be aggressive and be like, come on, Jerry, let's work together. You can trust me. George and Simon are all on top of that. They are returnees though, so they understand the game. This is my first time. I'm just trying to get through every day here and make sure that I'm eating and I'm sleeping well. Um, so maybe I should have been a bit more aggressive when it came to um, game chat and getting to know people on that personal level. Was now, that a day? Was that the day before a challenge too? I just have to know when Jerry showed up. Yeah, we had a challenge that morning. That's why I was like, why would you send him here now, please? We need our sleep. And to think that George and um, Simon are up talking to the cameras, I was like, as if I could do that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to forget the fact that I haven't eaten in days and I'm just trying to sleep peacefully here. I was going to say that that changes everything. The whole aspect of like, we saw George and Simon basically fighting over who gets to cuddle with Jerry. Yeah. And the, yeah. that that is crazy. Abraham, I know you have a, a question now. Sorry to cut you off there. Now from the edits, we always know that any challenge does not, it doesn't happen that quickly. So mm. how long was that puzzle challenge for real? Which puzzle challenge? We had to, the last the one, one before I- The sign language one. Ah, yes. Um, it was actually, I think they edited that perfectly because it didn't go for too long. And as soon as we figured out, I don't even know how Benjamin figured that out, that puzzle. That is just so bizarre. But then again, he is the most intelligent human I've ever come across. Um, so it actually was edited perfectly. It was probably the same time. All he needed was a few minutes to work out some words and then drop. And it's just game on from there, doing it as quick as possible. I um, didn't actually know they were signing. And that's the thing. I also know um, how to hand sign and I didn't even pick up on it. So I feel like that would have completely changed the game if I actually looked over and saw Ben signing to Paige um, because I work in the disability sector. Um, my mum's an interpreter for a living. Oh, so wow. I see her every single day and she taught me from the age of 12 so I I felt like I let the team down a little bit but you can't know they're all whispering to each other and you're just trying to figure it out at that time that would have been a great kind of like cross tribe alliance if you were able to sign to either Ben or or Paige you know try to let them oh. in maybe make some alliances there um you yeah. brought up George and Simon and I have to know I mean towards the end of your game you got caught up in the middle and shockingly yeah. i thought you were in a fabulous position and my jaw dropped to the floor when you got voted out 
I'm like, Simon dropped the ball there. I'm like, I felt like you could have been used as a number for him to get George out and just to cut you loose like that. He's running out of opportunities to do so. And we'll see where that takes him down the road. But what was the dynamic like at camp dealing with George and Simon? Is it as evident that these two are power hungry kind of going at it? Or is it not as evident on the island as it is on our screens? So pretty much what you see on those screens is generally happening on camp. So the reason I built that relationship and bonded with Simon was because we both wanted George out. He's someone who you cannot trust. Um, And Simon's right. When it comes to building shelters and getting food, George doesn't want to help. He just cares about winning the game rather than helping out his tribe mates to make sure we have shelter, to make sure we have food. Um, So that's why I built that bond with Simon. But then I was, I tried to be sneaky and I tried to build that bond with George where I could get both of them to trust me. But then George figured it out. And so did Simon. Simon didn't like I was working with George. George knew I was working with Simon to get him out. Um, So I put myself in an awkward position, which at the time I thought I was perfectly placed. Oh, it looked like it to us. It looked like you were in a perfect position to Mm. really kind of control your game where you go. Were you always going to go with Simon's side though? Because you had that line at tribal council tonight, I'm going to show my loyalty in my vote. So was the plan always you were going with Simon? You even gave the eye wink. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I looked at him because it was just getting a bit weird. And so I looked at him to wink to be like, all right, we're, we're still going, aren't we? We're still doing that vote. And then he he winked at me back and I was like, perfect. We're on here. Um, and that, that's me trying to build that trust with Simon and Geordie and everyone else who was voting for George. Um, one, we all wanted it out and just to build that alliance and say, look here, guys, you can trust me. And they were wonderful shields for me because they are returnees. And at the end of the day, when it comes to tribe swap or when we all combine, people are going to want them out over me because I'm a newbie. No one knows what I'm capable of. So I saw them as a wonderful shield, but it backfired. They saw me sweet talking everyone on behind the scenes um and they knew that I was a stronger player than I led out to be I didn't even tell them I was an athlete I've been an athlete since I was four I've trained professionally and at a high level so I'm capable of completing these challenges and I tried to keep it on the down low but unfortunately I showed too much on the challenges um and all of it overall it backfired on me completely now George was my roommate before so I've met him and I'm like is he a villain Cause I was like, that's not the George I know. So yeah. if you had to take somebody from the heroes tribe and put them on as a villain, who would you pick? Mm. I reckon Sean at the moment. I Sean mean, cool. that six foot seven guy, he's been sneaky from what I've been seeing on that show. I thought he was a big friendly giant. I thought he was so, so lovely, but hearing the stuff and like, <laughs> He, he's playing with his friends. He's saying, yeah, go look for that idol when he's found it already. I mean, that is pure evil and he deserves to be on the villain side because his game plan is just so sneaky. Now, when I did my season, when I was in uh, Fiji and you don't realize what the other tribes are doing until it airs. Did you exactly. look at it and say, I wish I would have been put on a different tribe or... I would have liked to work with a different group or did you feel any kind of way or you said, Hey, 
I'm in the right spot with the villains. I mean, who doesn't want to be on the tribe? Who doesn't want to be on the tribe with Sean? Let me just say, like, whatever tribe Sean is on, you're going to be better at the challenges. Oh, the villains are just so entertaining. And we just play off of each other constantly. You can see that with Fraser and Geordie. We just play off each other. Same as the girls. We're just throwing sass all around we're just we're we're joking we're taking the piss out of everything like it's just a lot of fun um I don't think I would have had that much fun on the hero side I mean who wants to act perfect 24 7 I've been doing that my whole life as soon as I was, I was elected as Miss Australia I'm the most amazing person in the world can't say anything out of place can't act out of place so it was so refreshing to play to that villain character and say things that I wanted to say it was just it was a lot of fun now uh a dynamic that we're seeing kind of take place place this season excuse me as I get my words under me here is if you count Jerry's vote out the first six people voted out of the game have been new players is there a reason that the returning players are doing much better than the newbies? Obviously, they have that experience, but does it yeah. really feel like they, they've got full control over this game thus far? Yeah, I will tell you the reason why is because all us newbies, we are running to the returnees because we need their protection. We need their guidance. And they're turning around and getting rid of us because they don't know how we play. They can't trust us. But for the returnees, they have been, they've watched each other play before. They know their game plans. They know who they can trust already. But for us newbies, they don't know us. And they can see us, as I think Sean said in um, one of the episodes, she said, it's just so cute to see all the newbies because we don't know what we're doing. We're so easy to persuade. And it's, it's so true because we're just trying to last um, as long as possible. And we're seeing the newbies as people who can guide us through it. Um, So I feel like that's right. Why all the newbies are getting voted out is because we can't be trusted. We don't know if, if they can trust us and they know they can control us completely throughout the game. Now, with your experience that you've been out there, you've been in Samoa, what's one thing you take away from this experience? Oh, gosh, the one thing I take away from this experience is that I can seriously do whatever the hell I put my mind to. I mean, as you know, I am a beauty yes, queen. Yes, preach it, preach it. I know, I've, I've got stylists, I've got my makeup artists, I've got people giving me facials. I went to Samoa with nothing but the clothes on my back. I let all of this come out, all the spots and the dots, and I owned it. And I just thought, why in this real world do I care what I look like? Why do I care about my appearance? When I was on Survivor, I completely forgot about that. And it was just about surviving and just going throughout every day, just doing your thing. And I thought, why don't I implement that into the real world? So that's one thing I really took out of it is why do I care so much about what I look like when at the end of the day, it's about you having a path and you just doing your own thing. Why do you care about other people? Why do you care about what they think of you? So that's definitely a big thing I took out of it. I'll just say from all the exit interviews I've done so far this season, that's a question that we always like to ask is look past the game. What are you taking away from this experience? That is the most inspiring and best answer that I've heard thus far. By the way, you look amazing always. 
Thank Pure you. beauty, amazing. <laughs> Um, but I will say, I love that because we know in Survivor, you go and you get to really be your true self if you choose to go down that path. You can choose to be someone else, but if you really want to, you can go out there and be who you are with these people that you've never met before and just be who you truly are. Um, the other question that we like to ask, and we have time for one more question here, and that's we want to know. Would you ever go out and play again? Because you said you were your true self this season. You kicked ass, uh, you know, just watching the challenges. I knew, I can't remember if you said it in a confessional, but you mentioned your, your sports background. Is that oh, in, is that in AFL? Is that in? Um, so I played rugby league since I was four. I have done it my whole entire life. Um, and that's an aggressive sport. So it was really fun to implement that into Survivor with the challenges. Um, so it was so much fun because they saw me as a beauty queen. They had no idea about my sporting background. So that was probably the funnest thing is just shocking everyone. Like, whoa. Uh, now we didn't get you versus Sean. I need to see this now. I need <laughs> yeah. it. Who's going to be the winner? But but oh, would you play no. again if they if it if they called your phone and said, Sarah, come on, get back out here. You're you're going to be a returnee this time. Are you going back out? I wouldn't say no. And that's because I feel like I have a lot to bring back I know how it works now and I think I would go back for some revenge I really oh, yeah. would and whatever they did to me those returnees I'm going to be doing them to the newbies so there's a little bit of revenge that I need so if they offered probably wouldn't say no Sarah's revenge tour give it I'm saying three or four years guys she's coming back I, I can't hey, wait Sarah, to see you back out there great to see you out there you had a blast and, and I saw you having a blast. It's a great adventure. Um, and it's always good to see another survivor. Thank you so much. I appreciate the chat and I'm sure I'll talk to you guys soon, but thank yes. you for having me. Best of luck the rest of the day with everything you have planned. And we would love to have you back on. So have an amazing day, Sarah. Thank you so much. You too. See you great. later, guys. Great to meet you. Bye. Bye.